friend, I am sitting here in my daughter's room at nine o'clock at night, the night before this episode is airing because, well, I don't even know what happened. I thought I had it all together. So anyways, <laughs> I just, I really, really hope that what you take away from this is that One, I don't have it all together, and hopefully you already know that because I really try not to put on airs that I have it all together, but here's the reality. I don't have it all together, and two, I forget things. I think that was the second thing. (laughs) I'm not really even sure, but but we make it work, right? I kept sitting there going, oh my goodness, all day today. I was like, oh, I got to get this done, and then whatever. Um, So here we are sitting in my daughter's room while she is downstairs making cookies and brownies with my other daughter and it's a whole thing tonight. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here and I have a question for you. I received a message from a listener and she said, Michelle, it's really quiet. Like what is going on with the volume? So if that is happening to you, can you please let me know that the volume is super low, whether it's on this episode or another episode, because I want to know that. I know I made an error in the past and I thought I rectified that, but who knows what's going on here? I, I really I really wish I could I could tell you something, but okay. Without further ado, today I have a guest, Kayla Agenberger. She is a life and mindset coach for Christian entrepreneurs. So over a for over a decade, she's been helping her clients ditch doubt, take action, and achieve their goals. She specializes in taking brilliant Christian entrepreneurs from stuck, frustrated, and overwhelmed to feeling brave, strong, and free as they experience the joy that comes from making powerful decisions and living their unique purpose. Oh my goodness, is this, are you just like, I need to hear this. Yeah, it was such an amazing conversation and I'm not going to go too much further into it because I want you to listen to it. So I'll see you inside. But before we totally get started, When we talk about being frustrated, there's so many ways that that comes about. And I know Kayla and I are going to talk about some ways to get out of that and and just some, some thoughts on that. But you know where I stand. You know how important I value or how how much I value or how important I know it is for you to understand who you're talking to. And I was just talking to a client today and helping her realize like, it's not just who this person is. Yes, we can, you know, think, okay, she's a woman, she's in her 40s, she's got kids, blah, blah, all the things. But it's so much deeper than that. And that's what Niche Into Success is about. So if you're, maybe you just got started in your business. Maybe you've been in network marketing and direct sales for a long time. Maybe you're doing everything that your upline, your team, your company is telling you to do, but you're not seeing that success. And again, success is so relative. Maybe for you, it's an extra couple hundred dollars so that you um, aren't feeling that pinch of, you know, the gas prices or whatever is going on. But friend, let me just tell you, I know exactly why that success is not happening. And it's because your marketing and your messaging, well, frankly, it's all over the place and it is a hot mess. So 
Let's fix that. Yeah, maybe there's some other components in there, but when you hone in on who that ideal client is and you understand who your niche is, oh my goodness, so much of that becomes so much clearer. So let's find you more customers and grow your team faster by making a few simple tweaks and and really understand why you're saying what you're saying or maybe what you shouldn't be saying. I mean, thoughts here, right? So no more chasing down people, no more awkward sales messaging in the DMs. Can I get an amen for that? It is time to make authentic relationships in those small snippets of time that are actually going to convert. Your time is valuable. It's absolutely valuable. We want to make the most of that time. So come join Niche Into Success so you can stop feeling awkward about sales and start actually putting money in your pocket from your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business. So go to bit.ly slash Niche Into Success to get started. Make sure that Niche Into Success is all lower lowercase N-I-C-H-E. T-O, success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. The link is in the bio and that's the easiest way to find it. Okay, now let's hear from Kayla. Hey there, my unicorn mama. Do you feel like you're not having success in your network marketing business? Are you struggling to build a team or get customers? Do you think people will run from you if you bring up your company or products one more time? Do you feel awkward like you're forcing sales? Do you hate cold market messaging but have no idea what else would work to grow your network marketing business? What if I told you it was possible to build a successful network marketing, social selling business your way? A way that felt comfortable, authentic, and easy. Imagine if new customers and team members came to you and they actually wanted your products and to work with you. It's possible to have success by simplifying your process so you can convert in less time. I'm Michelle. Hey there. And after more than a decade in the network marketing industry, I finally figured out a system to help me show up as the audacious, unique unicorn God created me to be to use my time efficiently and effectively while not being tied to social media and having more fun in the process. In this podcast, you'll find ways to grow your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business through strategic goal setting, unlocking a growth mindset, social media strategy, tactical sales and marketing hacks, genuine, authentic connection, and relationships built on trust. You'll hear from expert guests and some fun, spicy conversations with other unicorns just like you. So go heat up that cup of coffee for the eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness, friends. I have a new friend, Kayla Eggenberger. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. 
Okay. That's right. Yeah. It's a compound word. It's a compound uh, <laughs> uh, last name there. Kayla Eggenberger. Well, it's crazy how the Lord works. I do not believe in coincidences and I don't think you do either, but I was doing a quick little like, oh, let me check her out, you know, whatnot, and found out that we have so much in common. And we were just talking a little bit about this. We're girl mamas. We've gone through loss and we love business and we love Jesus. So there's so many different ways that we could go today, but go ahead and start by introducing yourself. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to do this. Um, you're exactly right. We have so much in common. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, my name is Kayla Eggenberger. I always tell people to like think of a breakfast sandwich because that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, <laughs> I'll have the Eggenberger. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I am a mind and life set coach. Mind and life set. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Life and mindset great. coach. <laughs> For Christian entrepreneurs, um, I help them ditch doubt and take confident action to create a business and life that really lights them up. Um, so that's, that's what I do. Oh my goodness gracious. I, if you're listening, you're like, hold on, pull over. I need to hear this because everything that you said, I'm like life mindset coach. Yes, please. Christian entrepreneurs. And we were talking before we got started about we love Jesus. We love the Bible. I feel like the Bible covers everything, but there's also this practical side to business ownership, entrepreneurial ownership that we're like, okay, well, I know that I need to honor God in all of that I do, but what are some like practical ways that I can take these things and still be a high achiever, still honor the Lord, but do the day to day. Do you find that is a struggle for a lot of your clients? Yeah, I find that it's a lot of what keeps my clients from doing the things that they need to do in their business. Um, a lot of it has to do with focusing on the wrong things mindset wise, but a lot of that is related to their faith. So I feel like it comes, it, it, uh, it all goes together. Um, I think it's so interesting how we kind of try to compartmentalize our faith and our business and keep them separate. And then, um, maybe when we try to bring them together, we don't know how to, um, we're confused about it or we're afraid, afraid, uh, to do it because of how we will be perceived. So, oh my goodness. You just hit like a thousand different hot buttons there. Right. Didn't you <laughs> <laughs> let's unpack a couple yeah, of those. Like, let's get, let's get super practical. So what do you find is holding people back? I find that what's holding people back the most is what, sorry, what they are focused on. Um, Someone's like, I'm being, I'm being held back. I need an answer now. Jesus. So, anyway. <laughs> so and what I mean by that is I find that it's being focused on yourself is really what hold, holds us back the most when we should be focused on our customers or our clients and God, those two things. If we were to focus on um, what our client, like what our client needs and how we can show up for them and how we can be of service versus our personal insecurities. Um, and then we would be able to make progress in our business a whole lot faster. And also the God part of it, I find that we are focused on what we can do. So we are 
continually trying to operate in our own strength. And I put my, I, I say we, because it's me too. Like <laughs> I have walked this so much. Oh, um, you don't have it down so, yet? You ha- oh, that's no. a shame. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> no, and it's, I mean, and it's with every new step, right? With every new step, with every new pivot, there is just a new, um, a new process you have to go through. And I feel like our minds tell us like, you need to, one of the questions that comes to our mind or, or thoughts that comes to our mind is I don't know how to do this, or I'm not qualified to do this, or I'm not capable to do that, to do this. And yet, um, and yet instead we're focused on ourselves and our own strength versus what God can do and what he can do through us, like his power, not our power. So it's, it's twofold. I find that it's focusing on ourselves and our own strength versus God and what he can do through us. And it's also focusing on ourselves and how we will be perceived and what people will think about us versus us thinking about our client and our customer and what we can do for them. Like, honestly, those two things, if you have them right, I feel like so much, so many other things fall in line. Oh my goodness. Yes. You're so true. And you're so right. You know, we like to, I say, I'm very gifted in overcomplicating things that are simple like this. And it really is that simple. Like I often, as you're talking, I'm thinking of Moses standing before the Red Sea and parting it. And I think, okay, so that's our God. Like he can do the things that we can't even fathom. And yet we can also make it so confusing and so complicated. And he's like, Michelle, like, I got this, like, trust me. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it with excellence in a way that you could never, ever even imagine. Yes. I love that you bring up Moses. Cause I was just reading that story the other day in the old Testament. And, you know, of course, Moses, Moses said, who am I to do this? He actually said that. And I was like, I've said that so many times in my business, like who am I? Like, even before I could get started, I said that for probably a year before I even got started was who am I to do this? Who am I to do this? And I loved that Moses had the exact same question, um, but he wasn't asking it of himself. He was asking it to God, which I think is an important distinction because whenever we ask that question to ourselves, our minds and our brains give us a bunch of answers as to why we can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yep. like to come up, he comes up with all the drama. And so whenever you ask God that, like God, you know, didn't didn't give him. Well, this is something I thought was really interesting about the story is that I love that God didn't give him a pep talk. He didn't tell Moses all the reasons why he was qualified to do it. He wasn't like, you know, you've done this and you've done this and you've done that. Instead, he was basically paraphrasing here because I'm an amateur on the Bible, but, (laughs) but he was basically like, no, like I've got you, like I will be with you. So that's what he kept redirecting him to is I've called you, you know, um, I will be with you. And that's what you need to focus on. Stop. Essentially, this is now me just adding to it, but you know, stop focusing on who you are and what you can do. So anyway. Oh my goodness. And how many times do we do that over and over and over again? And, you know, we, we think like, well, I don't know, things aren't moving as fast as I want them to, or I'm not where I thought I would be. So maybe that means I'm in the wrong spot. Maybe I'm not doing what I should be doing. And, you know, God never tells us it's going to, you know, here's three easy steps to, you know, the top of the pay plan. Here's three easy steps to all the, no, it's trust me, trust me. I get, you know, like pray, put this before him, surrender it to him. Okay. So let's get super practical. How do we do that? 
Well, in what context? <laughs> just so, all like, of it. Just give it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you don't have the, the unlock to all of the things. Well, let's take it to business in, in general. So we're talking to women specifically who are entrepreneurs. There are high achievers. They have big goals within their company, in their business. So how do we marry the two, marry the big goals with trusting the Lord? Like what are some practical steps that you talk with, with your clients in how to make those big decisions, how to make those big moves, how to, how to head in that direction and, um, really do it while honoring the Lord in all of it. Yeah. So I think that a lot of it comes down to our thoughts. And I love that you mentioned decisions because that's a big part of it too. Um, and really being able to examine those. Uh, we taught, like it, it obviously mentions this in the Bible about taking our thoughts captive. Um, but at the same time, I feel like that's a verse that, and, and thing and concept that I just read through and kind of skipped over and was like, oh, that's nice. You know, I just kind of went on a really good idea. I'll get back to that one. <laughs> I didn't know how to do that. Like, I didn't know, like in the practical sense, like, what does that mean? You know, like, how does one do that? So, um, that's something that I work with my clients on is actually dumping out your brain and writing down your thoughts. And when it comes to your business, you will be surprised all the thoughts that you're having about your business that you need to write down and address. Um, one, one exercise that I think is really cool is think about your business as though it were a person, like, how are you treating it? Are you, are you excited to show up for it? Are you excited, you know, to, are you, you know, are you, um, are you consistent with it? Are you engaged with it? Are you dreading it? Do you feel like it's not doing enough for you? Like, do you feel like it's not giving you the payoff that, that you want it to have? Um, are you, do you have really high expectations for it and you're constantly disappointed? I mean, things like that. It's uh, whenever you start to really dump those out and think about, think about your business as a person, a lot of these thoughts come up and it becomes very clear as to why, um, why you're not making the progress you're making. Because if you were in a relationship with someone and you were treating this person this way, how would you expect them to treat you back? <laughs> Oh my goodness. So yeah. um, it can be a really good litmus test to see what's in a practical way of just dumping it out and thinking of your business as a person. Um, it can be a good litmus test for you to see how healthy essentially uh, your relationship is with your business and what you need to address. Oh my goodness gracious. So I talk a lot about understanding who your ideal client is and speaking to that one person. And you just flipped it in such a way that made it so personal and shined even a greater spotlight onto that. So you can be talking to your person and that's one thing, but all of a sudden now to think of your business as that person or as any person, wow, that, um, that really hurts. Like, you know, in a lot of ways, cause you're like, Oh, goodness gracious. Like I'm not, I'm probably not treating it like I should. And we want, you know, we think we put in a little bit of effort. We show up, we did the reel, we did the post, we, you know, did follow-ups, we sent out some messages. Okay. But is it really like, are we really treating our business like the relationships that we value? 
Yeah. I mean, if you just, if you were to show up in a relationship and you're just checking the boxes, like I think about like a marital relationship. Okay. Like I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do, you know? And I feel like that's how we show up to our businesses a lot. Once again, saying we, because I do the same thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm in this too. <laughs> um, but you know, show, checking all the boxes, especially whenever we feel like it's not working and we're like, I'm doing all the things, you know, I'm not getting the the um the payoff that I expect or getting the results that I expect and so yeah we we show up and just check the boxes and you know when you do that in a relationship I mean it's a pretty mediocre relationship typically and you know we all we all know that it's not you know what you say it's how you say it and so I think that in business a lot of it is not just what you do it's how you do it so we have to show up in a way that's not just checking the boxes, but is really focused. Once again, going back to what I said in the beginning on our clients and how we can serve them from a genuine place of service um, versus, you know, just doing what we've been told to do. Amen. Oh my goodness gracious. You know what? You've broken that taking every thought captive. And I often think of, you know, um, I'm going to draw a blank on the passage, but, you know, dwell on what is right and true and honorable and lovely. And you've taken it and made it just so incredibly practical. Like that is such a a huge nugget to take away with. I know I'm going to be unpacking that um, a lot more. And I love the idea of, of that brain dump and really thinking, writing those things down, what's in there. And isn't it so funny? Like I'll do this with even like food. If I'm trying to be good about my food, like I don't want to write all of it down because it makes it very clear the ways in which maybe I have varied from my plan. And if I don't write it down, then it's like that tree that falls in the forest and nobody's there. Like if I didn't write it down, did anybody see it? Did I really eat it? Who knows? My hips know, but you know, so it's the same thing here. Like write down your thoughts. What are you thinking? And then I would even challenge, like share it with somebody you value who is going to take those and use those to just better you be, be iron to you like yourself. Totally agree. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I love that you brought up the part of kind of not wanting to write it down because that is so of a tendency. And I think that's also a reason why people, at least it's a reason why I personally um, struggled initially to go to a coach or to do coaching is because also if I tell somebody about it, then it's, then it's even more real, you know, now I've, now I've copped to the whole thing. Right? <laughs> um, but that is also how we overcome and that's how we heal and that's how we get past things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because one thing that I also recommend is to do it from a place, um, obviously with heavy doses of grace, because it's, you know, we all struggle in this. So I just want your audience to know that, um, we all, in some way, in some way we do, yep. but also if you can have a scientist mindset, whenever you approach this and that there's no condemnation in it, I'm not sitting here judging myself as I write down these thoughts. They're just thoughts. These are just sentences in my brain. That's all they are. Um, and come to it like a scientist trying to just get a, get some data. I'm just getting data to observe and to, you know, maybe do an experiment on, see what works, see what doesn't work. Oh, yeah. um, it can be really helpful just to have a scientist mindset when you come to it um, to take some of the sting out of that judgment that we can have that we are so hard on ourselves sometimes. 
far harder than anybody else would be. I've yet to say something and share something with someone I value and have them come back, back at me and be like, well, that was stupid. Like, why do you think that? You know, I've, I've never had somebody say that to me. And so it's like, why? Like, we always think the worst case scenario, like I'm going to come and she's going to be like, you're an idiot. I can't believe you think that. Nine times out of 10, the responses I get are, yeah, I feel that too. I felt that same way. I said those same things yesterday to my mentor, you know, like I'm sure you see that all the time. Yes. And we think that successful people don't have this. Like we think that, <laughs> yeah, like we think that they, they just don't have that part of the brain or have that, you know, that doubt or, or that, you know, that human experience, they don't have that. Yeah. And so it's, it's what you talked about earlier in that, we think that something has gone wrong whenever we do, you know, it's, it's um, like, it's a problem. It's something that we use it as a reason why we shouldn't do the thing. Um, and it's just, most of us experience it. I would, I would almost say all of us experience, experience it, but I think that um, at least most of us experience it. And I think it's important to talk about it. That's one of the big reasons why um, I started doing mindset coaching specifically for Christian entrepreneurs is because I saw a gap between all of the like marketing, marketing advice and um, like advertising and even like the skills to create stuff on social media and create a website and all those things. And yet a lot of people don't take action because of the mindset component of it. I can know how to do something all day long, but if I don't have the mindset, I need to actually do the thing where does that really get me? You know, right. Oh, wait, you mean I'm supposed to take the information and I'm supposed to do something with it? <laughs> oh, man, Kayla, I was tracking with you this whole time and now you had to go mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and if you're like me, if you're anything like me, I love to learn stuff. So I'm just happy to just acquire the knowledge and the how to all day long, like all week long, all month long, all year long. Um, you know, yeah. So, but unfortunately, uh, that's where kind of the, the purpose work and, um, you know, God's call on your life comes in as well. And then there's the guilt factor. Sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but then there's that of like, Oh, I'm not doing what I should be doing, you know? And there's all the feelings around that, that just adds another layer on top of, uh, all the doubt, all the feelings, all the thoughts. Uh, yes, all of it. And as a believer, what does the enemy want to do? He wants to keep you in a constant and perpetual state of doubt and fear and questioning and, and really just keep you on that tangent. That is not where God wants you to be. And I know that if you're listening here, like God has called you to where you're at. I hope so. And if not, if you're questioning that, like pray, take that to him, surrender it to him and really pray through that and figure out like, are you doing what he wants you to do? Or have you like, you know, followed that tangent a little too far. So, um, Kayla, I feel like we could talk, uh, monthly or, you know, on a regular basis, because I love your heart. I love where you're coming from. And it's just so incredibly practical. Where can everyone find you? Yes. So you can find me at fruitionmindset.com. And I have a freebie over there. It's the, um, it's the super simple life checkup. And it's just a 
simple exercise that will help you um, get some clarity and direction, especially if you're kind of floundering. Um, and it's for your life and your business. So it's not just for one. And actually it's intended to be a practice that you do weekly. So it will continue to give you that consistency also that you need. Um, and you can find that at fruitionmindset.com forward slash life checkup. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to run over and check that out because I'm all about like, let's, let's just make sure everything's checking like it should be. Um, this has been so much fun to meet you, Kayla. And I know that my listeners are going to definitely benefit from our conversation today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. I hope you love this episode and I hope that you really enjoyed meeting Kayla all of her links and everything that we talked about, you can find down below in the show notes. Have a great day. And as always, if this episode resonated with you in any way, please take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Tag Kayla and myself at it's me, Michelle Castro, and I will share you because it means so much to me. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.